I'm Grace Allen. And I'm Ricardo Allen. And we are the Allens. Welcome to our podcast where we share our unfiltered insights, perspective, and knowledge on this roller coaster of a ride that we call life. Ricardo Allen is down at the 42 and a half, 43. Join us as we go all in on all topics ranging from changing diapers to preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Guns it across the middle. Ricardo Allen, the interception. 35, 30, Allen 25. Welcome to All In with the Allens. What it is. What's up? <laughs> Chilla. You want to talk? Sure. Right, what do you want to talk about? Why don't you kick it off today? Dang, that's kind of like on the spot. But right. I, I got it. Um, oh, we can start we this over. About? We can do take two. I don't, need, don't take two. Okay, then let's go. What are we talking about anyway? You know, we just talked about it. All right, we talked about it. We, we went to Disney. We did go to Disney. That gentleman was gangster. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not how I would describe it, but it was a really good time. Kids had a blast. I actually really enjoyed myself for being super pregnant and, you know, all things considered, two young kids yeah. at Disney World. I thought it was really... Yeah, it was fun, though. Most, my first time going to Disney. Most of the time, it was really, really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. So, we've never done Disney, as Rico just mentioned. I've been there quite a few times when I was like a little girl with my family, but it's different when you're returning and you're the adult. And then Rico, you did you did Universal a few times, right? Yeah, like growing up in like Florida, the, the thrilling ride. You liked the thrill like rides, yeah. So planning Disney was a little bit different because it's changed so much over the years. Like the magic bands, the fast passes. Like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, there's so many things now that they get you with the magic bands. If you used to get them, kids, like your password or something, or oh, they can buy anything. Wait, let's get to the magic bands. Yeah, let's we'll get to that. All right, but nah, but buy everything in there. Yeah, you got to be careful. Out. The magic bands are pretty. Disney, you know what? Disney is so smart. The way they do everything, it's they just set up. They make it too easy. It's yeah. too easy to spend your money. We actually saw a dad pushing his stroller with a a t shirt on. Yes, yeah, it's broke. It said broke, and the O was like the outline of Mickey Mouse with the ears. And I'm yeah. like, damn, that really is. Yeah, they'll get you. Break your pockets. <laughs> it really is true. Broke shirt. So. I reached out to quite a few people prior to leaving for Disney. Thank you. I noticed that. Um, just to see, like, give me tips and tricks. Like, we knew nothing. And I learned a lot from other people. And then also, we learned a lot just from, like, being there. So, we figured that we would share kind of an overview of the way we did yeah, the You got to have a game plan to go to Disney. I thought Disney was just supposed to be, like, vacation. Listen, You got to actually, too. like, get up and, like, plan. And I'm like, bro, it's, like, game day. Yeah, Rico had, like, a plan of attack. So, we, so a little bit of a backstory. So, we did, like, a week-long road trip kind of across Florida. We drove from Atlanta to Pensacola. Rico had his follow-up from his shoulder surgery with Dr. Andrews. So, yep. we did... We were just planning to do, we were planning to do two nights in Pensacola just to like split up the driving because it was about five and a half hours from Atlanta to there. And so I figured we would do that drive, spend two nights, and then it was almost eight hours from Pensacola to Orlando. And then from Orlando to Daytona was an hour and a half and then Daytona home was seven. So we were planning to do two nights in Pensacola, but what happened? The weather was just like not very great. And we kind of figured like instead of using the daytime to drive let's just bust it out at night like let the kids go to sleep in the car and we'll drive so we ended up leaving pensacola a day earlier than planned drove to disney from like i don't know would we leave 5 p.m sure pensacola (laughs) 
You don't remember? Nah, I don't remember them times. Okay, remember. it was like five o'clock. But all I know is we got to Orlando like one thirty in the morning, checked into our hotel. And people were so mad we got it at like, Oh yeah, there was nobody to be seen. You would have thought it was a ghost town. So here I am thinking, okay, we're getting to the hotel. We're getting to the hotel at one thirty AM. We're definitely gonna like sleep in and have an, have a slow morning. So I feel somebody like tapping me on the back and I just assume it's definitely like one of my children, you know? And it's Rico and it's like 6.30 in the morning and he's like, we got to go. Yeah, like, where, where are we going? And he's like, we got to get to the parks. I'm like, you are absolutely out of your mind. Like, he's like, nah, he's like, we're at Disney. We got to get these babies to the parks. I'm For like, real. okay, you let's come all the way down. Let's do it. Out, bro. So he wakes me up. I was up anyway. He was up. Were the, kid, were the kids up? <laughs> Luca probably was You know up. that He's pregnancy sleep. You're like, you don't hear anything. Yeah, Luca always up. Luca's always ready. So literally game day mentality. He wakes me at 630. Let's get get ready. Let's get out of here. So we packed the stroller, packed some snacks, literally did like a grab and go kind of breakfast thing at the, down- yeah. the downstairs um, hotel little food area, which we stayed at the Disney Yacht and Beach Club. Which I thought it was great. What were your What were your thoughts? Yeah, it was straight. Thought it was like really good for yeah, it got you to the park families. real fast and stuff like that too. Yeah, so it was one of the Disney properties, but it's not one of the properties. It's on the monorail, so this is like a big thing for people. That was something that was like really stressed to us. Was like stay on the monorail, stay on the monorail, and there's only three resorts, I believe. It's like the the Grand Floridian. Uh, do you know the other two? Listen here. <laughs> I barely know where we stayed. <laughs> okay, so I'm not even going to try to do that. But all I know is that there's three resorts that are literally on the monorail. A couple of them had a train going them, and a couple of them didn't. And we stayed in the ones that didn't. The train? Would you say? The monorail thing. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So there were only three Disney it's a resorts. Train. Okay. Same thing. Whatever. Call it what you want. But there's only three. A hotel train. That have the hotel train <laughs> that come through and then take you to the park. The thing about that is that. You pay like literally double the price per night to have access to the monorail and to stay in those resorts where you could stay like where we stayed at Disney Yacht and Beach Club, which is maybe five minutes, was it maybe five minutes more, right? Not on the monorail, but they have a bus system that was flawless, I felt like. We had no issues at all with the bus. Um, Every 15 minutes, there was one coming and going. So it didn't matter when you got down there, you were never waiting. So if you're looking to kind of save some money at Disney, which who doesn't want to save money at Disney? Cause you end up spending it in one place or another. So you might as well Disney gonna get you. take the wins where you can definitely stay. We loved Disney yacht and beach club. Awesome pools. Room service was fire. Yeah, it was really good, which is a huge thing to note because you know, your kids get tired and it's like, you don't want to take them to a restaurant and it'd be like a whole thing. So I think we did room service for lunch in the room all three days. Two days. I try to do it every time. We yeah, could. Rico loves, he loves room service. Um, yeah, that's, that's my go-to. That's the go-to for Rico. So we did a lot of room they service. I got no room service in the hood. I'm going to let you know that. <laughs> this is a big come up in life <laughs> is the room service. So anyway, we definitely took advantage of that. You're spending money to eat wherever you eat. So having good quality of food, I think, is makes it a little more justifiable for me. Yeah. When you're spending so much. So the food quality fire, of the though. food was fire. The service was great. The rooms were like spacious enough. They were definitely planned out well for like families as far as having places to put luggage and everything else. The pool, the kids were obsessed with. It was like a sand bottom pool. So there was like a 
portion in the middle that the kids felt like they were at the beach. And then there was like a whole pirate ship area with a slide and there were bars, not like, not really bars, but like little tiki bar setups everywhere. So if I wasn't pregnant, I could have had a couple margaritas and had probably even a better time than, than I did. But all of this to say, monorail, in my opinion, not worth it. What's your thought for the money? Shoot, I don't know how the difference in the prices was, but I was straight where we stayed. I know, but I'm telling you, because I booked it. It was like, so the the, the Disney Yacht and Beach Club, keep in mind, we only booked one week in advance. So most people plan Disney like far out. That wasn't us. It was honestly $400 more a night to stay somewhere on the monorail than it was to stay where we stayed. And I will say, like, we took the kids to do, was it called Sir Mickey's or I think it was called Sir Mickey's, the name of that restaurant that was in the Contemporary. Oh, the Contemporary is another hotel on the monorail. We took the kids there to do lunch with the character one day and we jumped on the monorail from the hotel to go to Magic Kingdom. And I honestly think it took the same amount of time as catching the bus from our hotel did. Because I remember we looked at each other and we were like, this is, thank God we didn't spend an extra for yeah, eight, twelve, twelve hundred bucks. The doors kind of tease them babies too. Excuse me. Every time you you do like ten different stops, so them doors keep popping over them babies ready. That's such ready a good point. Roll. Every time the door opened to like let another person on from a different resort, the kids thought we were there. But luckily they were in the stroller, so that's okay. So that's where we stayed. Um kids be lit. Kids are always lit. Character meals. I'm gonna let Rico talk about the character meals. how do you feel about the character, character meals? Character meals are straight. They just be taxing, boy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They going to get you. Like, things more expensive than a steakhouse. It's but, true. Nah, it's worth it, though, because the babies really enjoy it. So, I feel like if you have young kids, like, at least our kids were far more interested in the characters than they were in the rides. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know when this changed, but when I went to Disney as a little girl, one of the most magical parts was like the wandering characters all over the park. And that doesn't happen anymore. Like you have to use your time at Disney waiting in lines to like meet characters at their specific places, which I wasn't anticipating that. Yeah. I thought you were going to be able to see them all over the yeah, place. Yeah, me too. But they know what they're doing. They got a business plan too. Oh, they're so smart. Their game plan is so good. But so they yeah, if you got kids that are interested in characters you could honestly stay at a Disney property, not even go to the parks. You could just pay to do a character breakfast. They'd probably be cool with that. Enjoy the amenities of your hotel. The pools are incredible. Um, and just pay for a character breakfast because you literally, the food wasn't bad. It was like all the character breakfasts were like buffet. I liked it all. Yeah. So it wasn't really bad. Like buffet, so That's it how was I feel. Good. Yeah. So for a buffet, it was pretty good. Um, because you got to realize there's only so many people at the character breakfast who actually get to go and, and exactly. like, go to the buffet too. So That's it's, like, it's kind of like a select group. It's not really picked over. Yeah. Um, but a side note about character breakfast is that regardless of how old all of the people are that you have in your party. So say you have like a six month old baby, obviously you're not going to pay the $35 for your six month old baby to eat the breakfast because they're clearly not eating, but you still have to include them in the head count for your reservation. So like even kids under three, you don't have to pay for, they don't tell you this. This is a little side note. So when I would book our reservations for these character, we did a character lunch one day and a character breakfast. The next I had to book for four people because there's four of us. But then when we would check in, they would ask the ages of the kids. 
And because Lennon is two and a half and not three, they didn't charge us for her meal, but we still had to include her in the headcount. So if you have kids under three and you're doing Disney, make sure you include them in all of your meal plans, but make sure you let them know when you check in for your reservation that your child is under three years old, because if you don't specify, they will charge you. Side note. <sighs> Did you fall asleep? A little bit. Now I'm three. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> taking over this one, but I feel like I did a lot of the planning for this, so it's a little easier for me to talk about it. Yep. Um, why don't you talk about the parks? Do you remember the names of where we went? Nope. Okay. Um, well, we went to Animal Kingdom the first day. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was when you woke me at 6.30 and insisted we got to the park. Yeah, because I wanted to go through the animals. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that experience. It was straight, but even when we got there, man, we got there within like 15 minutes of the park opening. We Literally. were the first like, group that got in. It still was like a 65-minute wait. Yeah. But we went on the safari ride. with that. No, we did the safari ride, which is like the greatest ride at Animal Kingdom. You wait a long time, but it's like, it's a 20-minute, it's it's probably the longest ride at all the parks. It's nice, but you don't want to be waiting in lines all the time. So that- That jump be packed. It is packed, and it was hot, and I like, I kind of like passed out at one point. I have like super low blood pressure anyway, and then when I'm pregnant, it's like even lower- and just the heat. And we ended up, like you said, we were the first people in the park. And we didn't have Fast Pass set up for it because Fast Pass, you can book six months out if you're staying at a Disney property. And if you're not staying at a Disney property, you can book it three months out from your arrival at Disney. So, again, excuse me, I just ate breakfast and burping so much. Um, we booked Disney a week in advance. So, there's three Fast Passes that you get with each ticket to Disney. So you don't pay extra for fast pass, but you have to plan them ahead of time. So like most people are either planning their fast passes six months or three months out. We planned ours a week before. So there wasn't really great availability for like the rides that we wanted to do because other people planned better than us essentially, which is why Rico saying like, have a game plan. You don't even know which rides you really like. No, you don't. Kind of just it's true. going off the reviews of other people. Yeah, that's you gotta true. You got to kind of go figure it out and see what you and yeah, like you and your family, you, you know, because there's also like the height restrictions, which can limit people. So make sure you pay attention to that. Yeah, you know, most people in that calculation, but I don't, know, I don't know none of that. Well, it's true. I mean, at Magic Kingdom, that's definitely the most, ride. like, just stop <laughs> it. That's like the most child-friendly park. So the majority of those kids of all ages and sizes can do, but like Splash Mountain and Tower of Terror, like the ones that adults want to do, if you have young kids they can't do those. They better sit outside and wait. Yeah, right. They're not waiting anywhere. <laughs> you know, some parents that have tried them. For sure. There's definitely people that have tried. <laughs> Y'all just wait right here. We'll be right back. Yeah, here's some cotton candy. Sit in your stroller. It's a horrible thought. Then you end up like the mom in the bathroom. I took Luca into the bathroom and we were washing our hands and I heard this mom. She, I think she had like four. She had, Well, she definitely had five kids, but she had four with her. And so she's washing her hands and she turns around and she does like the head count of her children. And she's like, one, two, three, four. And I hear her look at her oldest and she's like, oh, she's like, we've got to go. Your brother's missing again. (laughs) And she just like said it so nonchalantly that I was standing there thinking to myself, like, (laughs) because I would have been a complete freaking psycho trying to find my kid. But then I was like, maybe that's just what happens when you have multiple kids. One of them is always missing and you just figure it out. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I would feel that way. So plan your fast passes in advance. That is 
probably like one of the most important things you can do to make it go smoothly. Cause that's the yeah. difference of an hour and 15 minute line versus like 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And it's so much easier with kids to just walk up and get on. And you can also use fast passes for character experiences. So like we had one set up for meeting Mickey but we didn't make it. No, Lenny G got oh, lit. Oh, Lenny got lit. That second day, it was like nap time. And that was really like her first real... Full day. Full day. And like her first kind of like, I've had enough of not napping and being in a stroller. And so we were like, you know what? We were actually getting ready to scan our fast pass to get on It's a Small World. And Rico looked at me and he's like, what did you say? I literally, <laughs> you were like, let's go. And so we did. And it was, that was the beautiful thing about not paying for the VIP experience, which if you guys were following along kind of as we planned our trip via Instagram, we were planning to do the VIP tour experience because you have your own personal tour guide. You are on like a routine schedule where all the characters, it's set up to meet all of them in the park. Like they pick you up at your resort. They spend eight hours with you. The whole thing is like planned, fluid, no hiccups. Like they stand with your strollers. Like Rico was saying, if you want to go on a ride, you don't have to leave your kids with cotton candy in the stroller and hope for the best. Like the mm-hmm. tour guide would literally stand with your kids, allow the parents to ride, which I'm pregnant. So I'm not doing Tower of Terror and Splash Mountain anyway, which I probably could. I don't know actually if I could. Something I've never looked into. But long story short, we fully planned on doing it. Um, the, the people we were working with to plan our trip gave us like a price point of what it, costs and so we were kind of like okay it's it's expensive but we only we've never done disney before we're doing one day at the park like let's just do this and make it worth it and not have the headaches because so many of you guys were like the only way to do disney is to do the vip tour or else it's not going to be the most magical place on earth like think about the number of people we saw like arguing oh and fighting like literally so few families slapping their, kids. slapping their kids in the face i'm like this is not the yeah, most magical the most place magical i've ever place, been most magically lit place ever. <laughs> so anyway we were fully planning to do the vip tour just to be transparent i think that it was two thousand four hundred and fifty dollars for the tour, which I said before, that's a lot of money, um, but it's good for up to 10 people. So if you're going with like a couple families, you could split that multiple ways and make it probably more worth your time. Like if you really want to see the parks and like do Disney, the quote unquote right way where you get the most out of it, I would say that's the way to go. So we kind of wrapped our mind around it and we're like, you know what, this is for Luca's birthday. We're not doing any more family trips this year. Like football is getting ready to start. We're getting ready to have another baby. Let's just like do it. So three days later, the woman that we are planning with calls me and she's like, hey, we just want to let you know that Disney reached out and it's considered high season. So now they're doubling the price of the VIP tour and before taxes, it will be $4,850 what do you guys want to do? And I was like, not that, not that I was like, we are not doing that. And she was like, okay. She's like, so do you want me to like give you some time to think about it? And I was like, no, like we're not, we're not doing that. That's absolutely outrageous. Keep in mind that doesn't include tickets to the park, food and drink. Once you're there, none of the toys in the gift shop, like not the $17 balloons on main street. The $22 fan, the $22 fan water blower that, you end up getting and breaks before you even get home. But we ended up not doing it. And we weren't sure if that was going to be 
you know, like, oh, like we get there and we were like, you know, we probably really should have just spent the money and did it. But there were so many times that Rico and I looked at each other and we were like, thank God we didn't spend the money on this tour because your kids get tired. Like your feet start hurting. They don't drive you in a golf cart. You're still walking 14 miles. And if we had spent that much money, we would have been probably more like the people that looked miserable at Disney World because you save all year long and you're forcing your kids to like try to make it through a day because you spent money and it's such an investment where like for us, we bought the, the, or we got the tickets to the park through Rico's agency, which is super cool. So we didn't have to pay for that. And when our kids got tired, like we would leave and we would go back to the hotel and Sometimes they would nap and other times they would just watch Disney Junior and relax and order some room service service and we would chill and just kind of like recoup and then head back out in the evening. And so that was the way that it was like most smooth and enjoyable for us. Like we really just went off of the kids, went off of ourselves and it was, it was super fun. Like I really didn't have a lot of expectations, but I feel like it's our it surpassed anything that like I did. So the magic bands thing, you want to talk about the magic bands? The magic bands. I just, I wish we had a camera right now so you guys could see, like we're sitting at our table where we have like our, um, what is this thing called? (laughs) So it's, it's how we record our podcast. It's like our little setup and, Rico sitting here with a binder drawing up football plays. So if you feel like he's sometimes not really invested or involved, just know that he's working on his big master plan. Dang right. So welcome back to the show, Rico. I've, I've been at the show. Talk girl. to me about the magic bands. The magic bands. The things. Like describe Brilliant. them. If you had never heard of a magic band, people don't know. That doesn't tell like anyone a, anything. Like a watch. So it looks like a watch. And they got all your your stuff you need in it. That's all you need. That's it. So when you check into your hotel, you get a magic band. And whatever color you want. Yeah, but there's six of the colors are complimentary. I don't think you knew this. So all of the colors that we had, those were like the free ones. Oh. But did you notice people at Disney that had like blinged out magic bands or like character magic bands? I know that. Oh yeah. So they spent money. So Disney will let you spend your money if you want to, if you're not picking up on that yet. I like Disney. I do too. I, I like the I like the business mentality of Disney. They really they do a great job. Thank but you. long story short, so you you do your magic bands, which is like Rico said, kind of like a rubber looking watch that has Mickey Mouse's face on the front. Each person in your family or your party has a magic band. When you check into your hotel, they give it to you, and that is literally your room key, your credit card, your fast pass, like that is your key to the kingdom, essentially. Like you need nothing else, which as a parent, I, I really appreciated it because that first day I packed our diaper bag and I packed like credit cards, IDs, like, like worried about it all, all the time. things that you're used to, like where's our room key, all the things that like you need, but they really make it super streamlined for you that if you have your kids and you have your stroller, you have your snacks and you have your magic band, you literally don't need a thing, but it could get kind of scary if you're in a bigger party of people and your credit card is the one on the account because all the people have to do that are with you, make sure you trust them is scan their yeah. magic band for literally anything that they want in the park. Yeah. You don't want them to get you, boy. 
So you want a $17 balloon, put your little band on the scanner, keep yeah. it rolling. You want Starbucks, bing, cotton candy, bing, yeah. $38 Mickey Mouse, bing, princess dress, bippity boppity boutique. <laughs> like before you know it, you can check out of Disney and be like, what in the world? And Disney got you. What happened? And you can't do anything about it because- You had a magical time. You had a magical time, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that's kind of like- can you think of anything else about Disney that are that like really made a difference for us or things that we wouldn't do again? Nah, I liked it all. It's straight to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just go for it. You went for it. Um, but yeah, the kids had a blast. I think I think next time we would plan to stay like one more day and just have a solid day at like the resort. That's the, probably the only thing I would change. It's a spa. That would be nice as well. But we'd have to have somebody with us to watch the kids so we could do that. I can watch the kids. Oh, you don't want to go to the spa? I'll be straight. Oh, you're such a gem. Um, so, yeah, I think I would plan like a park day, a pool day, and then a park day. Like kind of sp- split it up a little bit. But I am definitely a three nights max kind of person at Disney World. Like, I wouldn't want any more time than that. Yeah, because about time that happened, I'll be done with all the room service. And all. Yeah, Rico's already <laughs> eaten everything on the room service menu. We've kind of exhausted all of what there is to do, I guess. Yeah, for real. Once you get done with it, time to come yeah, home. Yeah, you're done. And you go back next year. Will we go back every year? Nah, we got to wait till Lynn and G not scared of um, everybody. Oh my gosh, that's definitely something we forgot about. I bet by next year she'll be happy. So Lenny G talked this huge game. Like once we told yeah. the kids we were going to Disney World. Like that little chihuahua that just be barking all the time. <laughs> so you like try to hug it or something. That don't just Runs away from you. Yeah. So ever since we told them we were doing Disney, she was talking about, I want to give Mau Mau a hug. And we're like, Mau Mau is Minnie Mouse if you didn't, <laughs> didn't catch that. So we're like, okay, great. You get to do that. Like you'll get to meet Mau Mau. So we're sitting at the $170 character buffet lunch which you don't know until you get your bill what the sliding scale food was straight though but you gotta eat it you gotta eat like go there hungry yeah them kids be so hyped they don't even go eat the food it's true I (laughs) eat my food I always eat my food I'm pretty good about that but it's like a sliding scale where it will say like between 30 and 60 dollars per person and you don't know until you get your bill just just know it's sixty dollars. Like they're not gonna give it to you for thirty. So if you see those sliding scales, just know they're gonna charge you the most so that you're not shocked when the bill comes. But oh, yeah. so Mau Mau is finally making her appearance at the lunch and like walking over to Lennon. She wanted nothing to do with her. <laughs> like literally Lenny put her finger up and like shook it in Mau Mau's face and said, No, I don't want it. Yeah. And I was like, Well, can you give Mau Mau a high five? And so she did, but she she was pretty pretty mortified yeah she wasn't going for none of that no. so i think we'll wait we'll definitely do it again next year because they had so much fun disney uh, world ain't about to be robbing me every year no nah i'm gonna build my own disney world okay. <laughs> i think on that note we'll go Bye. ahead and end this episode back up a trampoline to put them in the back <laughs> Hire a couple of my homeboys off the team to come over. I cannot. <laughs> oh, boy, we can get it done. <sighs> yeah, my people will be out there in the suits. We'll be break dancing and jump. <laughs>
always feel free to hit me up on Instagram if you have questions about any specifics. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you can be out Mickey Mouse at a birthday party. Let me know. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Talk to you guys soon. All right. <laughs> Bye. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. When you have a chance, rate and review. Hit subscribe to stay all in with new episodes. And if you enjoy All In with the Allens, be sure to share with a friend. In the meantime, follow along with our daily journeys on Instagram at grace.e.allen and ricardoallen37. Thanks again for joining and we'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs>